wander the world, tune your dial in to the show where ghosts put what's feared most on the wheel and give a spin. Cause it's Hollow's Eve and some believe that evil is about. If you frighten quick or you're feeling sick, there's always my way. Out. It's all Hollow's Wheel. All Hollow's Wheel. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. Mortal guests to All Hollows Wheel. Cackle, cackle, Shanley. <laughs> Come on, dude. Commit. We're sounding stupid. <laughs> I sound stupid. I commit. <laughs> nice. You are tuning in. To All Hollows Wheel, where veal vach a movie. I, I refuse to say that last one. You don't say movie? No. Jimmy, where? Then what would you have us watch? <laughs> Do you, uh, when you were a kid, did you guys tell the, the joke about I'm the Viper and I'm two minutes away? Do you know that joke? I do not. So uh, there's a woman, she's alone in her house, and it's a stormy night. Lightning crashes, or thunder crashes, and lightning flashes outside. She gets a phone call, and it says, I am the Viper. I will be there in ten minutes. She's terrified. She runs and she locks the door. She shuts all of her shutters and phone rings. It's me, the Viper. I will be there in five minutes. She goes and she hides under the bed. She does everything she can to protect herself, even arms herself with a lamp to hopefully bludgeon this person to death. I'm the Viper. I am outside your door. She says, well, now it's now or never. He's right outside. She holds the lamp as tightly as she can, opens the door, and she goes, who is it? And he says, it's me, the Viper, and I've come to wipe your windows. A joke that I told when I was a kid, and apparently as an adult, that's good. It was worth our time. That's good. What are you doing, Shanley? <laughs> it was fine. Jimmy's speechless because it's so good. Um, we have been receiving some really good constructive criticism, and I've learned that I should not call you Jimmy. I mean, not that you should. It wasn't but... Jimmy. It was not Jim. Apparently, it's both. Who said Jimmy? I think in the text message you got, it was specifically, who is who the heck is Jimmy? No, it was Jim. When you read it, you said Jimmy. They brought up most of it, but Jim is the primary. It doesn't matter. You call me those things, and I've never introduced myself as that in my adult life. Hmm. But it's fine. You know, whatever. What do I, What should I call you? Um, Nighthawk? I mean, yeah, uh, sure. I was going to try to go with something a little more original, but in the same spirit. Yeah, gotcha. Well, Shanley and I were talking about that. I don't ever call you Jim. Maybe you could call me, like, the Spirit of Vengeance. Do I have to add the definite article there every time I talk to yes. you? Yes. Good morning, the, the spirit, spirit of vengeance. Yeah, what are you going to call me, just spirit of vengeance? I can call you an SOV. 
No, never. <laughs> no? Young Sove. That's cool. Is it? Yeah. Say so you're like uh, Jay-Z. What is Hove? It's Hove. It's short for Jehova. Why? That's his rapping. That's one of his nicknames. I don't like it. Why does he go by that? Because he sees himself with greatness, equal to God. Oh. You get it? His name is... His first rap name was Jazz, and then he became Jay-Z, and then in a, a play on that, he was J-Hova, and then people just started calling him Hova, and then Hove, and then S. Dot Carter, and then Jay-Z again. And then H to the O-V. Yeah, well, H to the Izzo is spelling Hova. H to the Izzo, V to the Izze, that's Hova. I don't like him. I've never liked him. Really? Not once. I was really jamming to some old school Kanye and Jay-Z today in my car. I like Kanye back in the day. I like Kanye now. All right. Kanye had like a brief window of losing my interest. It might have been like 808s and Heartbreak or something. Really? Is that an album that he put out? Uh-huh. Yeah, that might have lost me. But uh, he came back, dude. I really like all of his like gospel-y music. Mm-hmm. I'm not like super into it. Like I don't listen to him all the time, but when I hear it, I like it. Very good. He just uh, legally changed his name. To what? He's no Kanye longer Kardashian. He's no longer Kanye West. No, his legal <laughs> name is Ye, with two capitals: capital Y, capital E. No last name. I think not. Good for him, dude. I want to do something cool like that. Jim. It's <laughs> capital J, lowercase I am. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that's how people normally spell it. Just wanted to clarify. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> right. That'll really throw my friends off. <laughs> All right. Well, how are you doing what today? What the f- is Jim? <laughs> I want some James podcast. James, how are you today? I don't call you James, dude. I didn't ask you. We'd have to change the whole. Like, I just intro. told you that it was a obstacle for. Attracting some of our listeners People want you to be James I am James People want you to acknowledge that Or the spirit of vengeance Mm, I'll keep that in mind How are you doing today though? I'm cool You look cool Do I? Yeah, heck yeah man You got just this cool vibe about you You're like the Fonz of this podcast That's not true That's the way I see it I'm doing good man I feel like I, uh, this is going to sound ridiculous. Let's hear it. I feel like I haven't really been watching movies lately. Huh. Like, I just thought a thing that I do. What have you been doing? I feel like the last several years. So, like, honestly, for like half a decade now, because I'm old and so that starts feeling like a short amount of time. Okay. Um, I've like stopped listening to music and watching movies and I pretty much bounce between podcasts youtube videos and like tv shows fascinating and i feel like i used to watch movies a lot and like listen to music and do stuff you know really just kind of cut myself into like bite-sized things where people are talking um but lately i've been watching a lot of movies we watched a whole bunch of stuff 
just in our free time recently. We watched Rush Hour. That was a lot of fun. Rush Hour, Mrs. Doubtfire. So I Married an Axe Murder. So I Married an Axe Murder. That's all in like the last two days. Yeah. So I've been watching tons of movies. Heck yeah. And it's been fun. I'm enjoying having movies be in my life again. Do you like So I Married an Axe Murderer? It's like one of the most important movies to yeah, me. Yeah. Um, it's one of the better Matt movies for sure. Okay. I It might be the best movie that you have introduced me to. What about No Dessert Dad Till You Mow the Lawn? Are you kidding me? I didn't say the best movie. I said one of the best movies. <laughs> Clearly, No Dessert Dad is number one. Sure. Yeah. I mean, not on my list. It's like number 20. But of movies you've introduced to me. Gotcha. But yeah, it's 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 cool. Like, plus, it takes place in San Francisco. Yeah, I mean, it's that's really cool. always a plus for a film. Same thing with Mrs. Doubtfire. Takes place in San Francisco. Yeah. It's like as soon as San Francisco is happening on a TV screen or in a magazine, I'm just into it. Nice. Not just you and me here. It's not just us, James. You got Big Dink taking up Matt's comfy bed. How you doing, Dink? Chair. He's wide-eyed at me. Yeah. I like hey. it when his hind feet are in front of his front feet when yeah. he's laying down and curls mm-hmm. up. Very hedgehog of him. Yeah, he's ready to roll, bro. Hedgehog. But it's not just us either. Got places to go, gotta. (laughs) That's right. I don't know how the song goes. I mean, that's how it goes. But we don't know this song. We also have a Shanley. (laughs) What to do? Hey, guys. How are you today? Really leaning away from the microphone. I'm real tired. <laughs> but the, but the way we have a position now, I can hear pretty well. I You're, bought you a coffee you at 8 p.m. at your request. Did you drink it? Um, or is it still freezing? It's still in the freezer. I should go get she it. She got it so she'd be energetic for this. <laughs> and she said, you know what? Let me wait until about 11 p.m. Then I'll drink my coffee. Is it 11? It's 1035. Oh. You want me to get you your coffee? I'll get it. Um, I'll you, get it. I she mean, you're spoon. like nooked in. She wants a yes, spoon because it's frozen. No, I don't. It's but it's like a little spoon. It's probably not frozen. It's, it's been in the not. freezer for two and a half hours. It's in the door. Yeah. Is it frozen? The door's open. Uh, no, it's not really frozen, but it is slushy. Is it drinkable? You put a straw. It's on the top part of that door. Get her a straw, Matt. Thank you. So, I am really in the mood for spookiness tonight. I've been gearing up so much this week. Uh, This week, I listened through Robert Graysmith's book, Zodiac. I binged it in two days. It was a really great book. And in addition, today, I started Neil Gaiman's book, The Grave Book. Neil what? Neil Gaiman. Mm. Uh, Neil Gaiman is probably most famous for Sandman, but he also wrote Good Omens, uh, with Terry Pratchett and um, Jimmy, you might know this, Marvel 1602. You remember that comic book? Oh, sure do. Yeah. So the writer of that, he wrote a book called The Grave Book, and it's kind of like a macabre, dark take on the Jungle Book. And it's extremely fun. It's about a little boy who wandered into a graveyard, and his parents had been killed, and the ghosts vote to look after him and raise him. So he's been raised among ghosts. And uh, you sub out Bagheera the Panther for Silas the Vampire. And it's freaking great. Hmm. 
Does this sound interesting at all to you, Shanley? Uh, I'm intrigued. It's pretty cool. Hmm. And say, like the Jungle Book, it's episodic. And so, like, every chapter is just, like, a different story of him, like, meeting different ghosts in the graveyard and interacting with actual people. And it's very cool. There's werewolves in it. There's vampires. There's monsters. It's it's a lot of fun. So I've been in a very spooky mood all day. And so I'm very excited for tonight. I was the last person to spin, and I spun Junior Jack. Junior Ooh. Jack... Are you excited for this one, Shanley? A little bit, yeah. Also, she does that whenever you say, like, a Jack in the Box <laughs> menu item. Yeah. Deluxe taco. <laughs> Monster tacos. Woo. Tiny tacos. Tiny tacos. Woo. Loaded tiny tacos. Woo. Mozzarella e- sticks. Woo. Not anymore. Egg rolls? Mm, I'm not a huge fan of egg rolls. Sourdough breakfast jack. Woo! <laughs> witch. Woo! Is that a... Oh, wait, no. Is, is that one Burger King? That sounds uh, like a Burger King name. They, yeah. Jack of the Box has several croissants uh-huh. of the supreme croissant. Sorry, croissant. <laughs> I said it wrong. That's why she has. That's why she yeah. didn't get it because I didn't say it in French. Plus, she had um, to stop herself from going. <laughs> supreme croissant. <laughs> but yes, the croissant is from Burger King. Ugh, this episode is not brought to you by Burger King. It will never be. Mm-mm. I'm glad that we have so many things that we disagree on here on the weekly watch wheel, temporarily the All Hollows wheel. <laughs> but we all agree Burger King is stupid. It is. Look, will I eat a piping hot cinnamon? Sure. But I'm what not about those chicken about fries that they had a little while ago? I mean, I ate them. Didn't Carl's Jr. do that too? I don't know, dude. Yeah, I recently went to a, like a local food place, like Hawaiian local food, and they had spam fries. It was just strips of spam in I'm, in I Ponco. think I was either there or you brought them home because I remember seeing I them. brought them home because they were very robust. Having a bite of one was like eating an entire turkey leg. Yeah, because you look at it and you're like, oh, it's a fry. And you take a bite and you're like, oh, no, it's still spam. <laughs> So. <laughs> but it's deep fried and we've added to it. Yeah. It's incredible. It's like it's like saltier spam. Anyway, Junior Jack. Woo! <laughs> I didn't know if you'd do Sorry. it. No, no, it's okay. Uh Junior Jack is about like horror movies for kiddos. And uh I would I'll be honest, I was a little bit disappointed that this is our last spin for All Hollows Wheel. Uh, because I was hoping for something that was actually going to be scary. We didn't really get any horror over the last three weeks of our special. But I think that's okay. We tried on the first one. I thought that House on Haunted Hill would be scarier than it was. Yeah. Because it ended up being more of like a, a mystery, mystery, like yeah. suspense. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was fun. I liked it. Don't look at the TV. I'm not. I'm... Trying not to burp into the camera mm. or the microphone. <laughs> Either way, it's easier to not burp in front of the camera because I don't have a camera on me. I burp in front of the camera all the time. Hmm. You put on selfie mode and just belch directly into the screen. It's the way to do it. Hmm. Well, in any case, though, I actually enjoyed We're talking researching. About House on oh. Yeah, House on Haunted Hill, and it turned out to be a murder mystery. It was yes, good, though. 
And then last week we did Leperforn 4 <laughs> in Spoforce. Yep, we sure did. And Dude, that feels like it was so long ago. It does. But it really does. It was... We've done a lot since then. Yeah, that was not a good movie <laughs> at all. But we're on our last week for this. And I don't know if everybody listening in has listened to the prior episodes. But normally, when one of us spins, the spinner is the only one who's allowed to come up with nominations. But because this is a special three-week All Hollows Wheel, the spinner gets to present as many nominations as they want. And then each of the other two Weekly Watch Wheel crew get to submit nominations. So I'm curious, did you guys enjoy combing through this category this week? I did. I'm excited for the ones I came up with. I feel like I need to keep those hopes down because you're probably going to pick something that you chose. But I'm excited. Who knows? That is the hard part about this is every week I think, I mean, I don't know because the second week was mine, but it's been more difficult to get excited knowing like, oh, there's no way any of us are going to get swayed. It's still fun hearing what other people are thinking. Yeah. Finding some overlaps. But yeah, it was like hard to motivate myself to get options this week because it was like, it just, it bums me out getting excited for things knowing that they're not going to get chosen. Oh, I see. So it's it's not just a matter of you getting engaged with the category. You're you're getting excited for potential nominees of yours. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Well, I I kind of would like to hear your guys' nominations before I get into mine. Are you guys cool with that? Sure. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, or twelve movies on my list. Really? Are any of those honorable mentions? Or Um, you're submitting all of those for consideration? There's a few that are more serious, especially because I just went through and found out where, if anywhere, they are streaming. Gotcha. But I was kind of excited to go clean up. Just because that way, I was assuming a lot of these would either be already discussed or okay um, included. But it's your call, man. I'll go. Like I don't. I don't you know. Well, Shanley, would you be interested in going first and sharing your nominations? I I am just. I haven't seen you guys most of today, so like I, I'm looking forward to hearing from you guys. So maybe we'll go, Shanley, if you're down. Yeah. You're down. I'm down. So we'll go Shanley and then Jimmy and then Matt. Whatever. Yeah, let's do this. All right. Shanley, you're up. So, I have four nominations. But really, I think it's really Kids three. love the horrors. Mm-hmm. What? Three. Sorry. <laughs> you said kids love the horrors. Mm. Can't keep kids away from horrors. All right. <laughs> First one is Labyrinth from 1986. Love the Labyrinth. I have never seen it. I've always really? wanted to. Um, just never gotten around to it. I thought that there's a good chance you might pick this one because of Jim Henson. Love that Jim Henson, dude. Yeah, I'm just really intrigued. I, too, have always wanted to watch that. Oh, Uh, man. And it's available on HBO Max right now. Very cool. Yep. Recently, I was walking through our parking garage, and someone was blasting... I saw uh, the dance magic in the parking garage! (laughs) Be a lady. She was barefoot... As she always And she was walking through the garage. She was gross. Um, <laughs> Do you think she puts her shoes on when she gets home? I think, <laughs> yeah, like I think she, has, most people. she has shoes right in the entryway. And she has shoes 
in her car, but they don't leave those places. You think so she wears shoes when she's driving? It's irresponsible to drive barefoot. I it's irresponsible like, to let your dog poop all over the place. I don't know if that's irresponsible. It's inconsiderate. <laughs> okay. Anyways. You know, I was in the parking garage <laughs> and someone was blasting Dance Magic Dance from the Labyrinth. Mm, and I don't know that because we haven't seen it. So. I know, but that's why I clarified. And I I joined in, in the fun. That's a, that's a really fun movie. My Go uh, good friends from Southern California when I lived there. Um, Brag. Yeah, I mean, no big deal. But uh, You're a real OC guy. Shay and Sonny, they grew up watching that movie and also Ben. Um, he's Ben the Tongan. He's the only Tongan I met cool. down there. Cool. Nice. It's exciting. They were all into that movie and they would like always send around this picture of Hoggle. Yep. From that. It's like a close up of his face as like a reaction yeah. to like things in conversations. Like, what are you guys sending? What the hell is that? <laughs> oh, you, you didn't know, know what who it was. Hoggle is? <laughs> uh, He's very upsetting looking. And I don't know if it was used, I can't remember if it was used towards me or someone else. But at one point, they were like, dude, you know this guy? He looks like Hoggle. I remember that coming up. I don't know if it was ever said towards me. I think it was meant, obviously, not because it doesn't look like a person, really. Right. But they threw that around a lot, and it was funny. So I'm excited to see that and get familiar with what that character is. Yeah. that That is a pretty freaking scary movie. I use a joke when referring to the labyrinth, but I've stolen this joke. It actually was my friend Scotty from high school. The labyrinth came up. Who is your? We went to high school with you. Scratchy, you know Scratchy. I do. Shout out to Scratchy. I don't remember you guys being friends. Uh, the music department. It's, it's nerdy. It's neither here nor there. You guys hung out a lot. We did. We watched the labyrinth. I think at Elena's house. <laughs> but the labyrinth came up in conversation, and I said, "Oh, have you seen the labyrinth?" And he goes, "Oh, heck yeah!" Starring David Bowie's pants, and it's one of the funniest things because he's got quite the codpiece in in that costume. I think my first introduction to that was from Flight of the Concords. Oh yeah, Jermaine Clement is, yeah. is dressed up like the uh, the Goblin he's, King. He's visiting Brent in his is it Brent Brett in Brit. his dreams. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's got the thick eyeliner very cool that's a great one shanley yeah so that one is excited for i'm less excited for this other one but i thought it could, is another possible one you could choose um the dark crystal from 1982 yeah also another jim henson. another jim henson have you seen that one nope never seen it jimmy uh, yeah, I loved that movie growing up. Really? I Have tried you seen to the watch Netflix that. series? No. I tried to watch The Dark Crystal with Shanley one time, and she did not make it very far. I never made it very far in that movie either. I feel like that and The NeverEnding Story are both kind of hard to sit through. Right. I don't know if it's because they've aged or if it's because we've aged. Hmm. Maybe a little bit of both, but... It's it's hard to kind of stay focused on it, I think. Yeah, I think that movie was, like, made for grown-ups. The Dark Crystal, at least. Uh-huh, but, it, like, made for grown-ups at the time. Being yeah. Like, yeah, Netflix made a series of I Dark... watched it when I was, like, five. Yeah, I mean, that's, it's terrifying. that's great. I mean, that's cool of you. I wish I could say the same thing. That's very cool. I loved it. Did you? Yeah, I think I wanted to bang one of them. They're puppets. 
we have those puppets at the Mopop Museum. And we also have the costumes from the Labyrinth out okay. here in Seattle at the Mopop. Nice. All right. Cool, cool. Shanley. <laughs> Dark Crystal. Mm-hmm. So those two. Third one. No, I didn't watch the Netflix show. You kept saying that. Well, I, I just wanted to say they came out with a new one just in the last like three years or so, and it's all full animatronic puppetry. And it's pretty pretty cool looking. I didn't watch it because I didn't like the movie. But maybe you should get into that, Jim. Anyway, Shanley. Third one. Wallace and Gromit, The Curse of the Were-Rabbit from 2005. Yeah. So I haven't seen this one either. Okay. Um, I did watch, I grew up watching a bunch of Wallace and Gromit's. Really? Mm-hmm. Fascinating. I feel like you seem like a Wallace and Gromit fan. You totally mm-hmm. seem like a Wallace and Gromit fan. Shaylee and I were kind of discussing things going into tonight. Oh, and Wallace and Gromit came up, and I was like, dude, Matt, regardless of if he does or not, Matt loves Wallace and Gromit. That's rude. I don't know Is what it? that means. I think so. Have you seen Wallace and Gromit? I've watched Chicken Run, and I did like that. I, I feel like you really appreciate thing? that kind of yeah. humor. So I then, yeah, the you, there creators. you are. But I never saw any Wallace and Gromit They're popper. like, oh, I'm British. Isn't this fun? And I you're think like, you'll like it. Oh yeah, that's you. <laughs> you're all Things with it. a skull in it. <laughs> not, they're not that kind of British. It's I not know. a cool British. No, but I think probably the henchmen are. Don't you think? I didn't know there were henchmen in it. I mean, there must be. Why would there be henchmen? I don't know, dude. I've never seen it. It's a were rabbit. You're a were rabbit. No, I'm not. There, rabbit. Mm-mm. Interesting. I remember when that came out. I've never seen it. I ha- I remember like. Seeing it was going to come out and then just completely forgetting about it huh. until honestly looking up this Dude, category. If we yeah. pick this, this is going to be how I never watched the Ghost Rider, but I remember being like slightly intrigued by it when it this came is your out. Ghost Rider. No, this is Matt's Ghost Rider. What? This is your Ghost Rider. You're going to watch the Wallace and Gromit thing, and then you're going to get hooked, and you're just going to be like deep diving on Wallace and Gromit. You're going to have like a Wallace and Gromit T-shirt and a poster. You're I got a Godzilla shirt it. today. You love the Brits, dude. You watch the IT crowd. and I love the IT you crowd. You probably watch like the Great British Baking Bake Off. Never. And stuff. I hate cooking shows. I think the vampire from the IT crowd is in the Great British <laughs> British Baking <laughs> Show. Oh, yeah. I think you're right. You would know. I wouldn't know because I've never seen that show, but I do know the IT crowd. But you know in here. In my gallbladder? Yeah. Oh, I didn't mean to raise my hand. <laughs> I'll take it anyways. Yes. I'm kind of hoping you pick this one because, first of all, it has a tomatometer. Uh-huh. Tomatometer. That, that one. <laughs> N- 95%. Oh, jeez. And then, according to IMDb, like, you know, there's the, always like, the awards and nominations. Yeah. 40 wins and 25 nominations. Jeez. So, wow. I like Claymation. Hmm. Yeah. I'm like, wow, I didn't realize this movie was like universally loved. Gotcha. So uh, I'm curious. Is that the British Rotten Tomatoes? I believe so. That would explain it, yeah. Because uh, British people always love their own. Imperialism. Just like you. 
I am not a Brit. But you you have those qualities. Nah. Those they are would some accept very you as one of their strong own. nominations. Are you done? Oh, wait. So that was done? three? Oh, I kind of have another one. Oh, okay. Well, I thought she said three before. But I now did I recall. three, and then there's that other one. Okay. Um, okay. 2000's The Little Vampire. Is that the one with the kid from Jerry Maguire? Yes, yes it is. <laughs> he, Devin, Ariel's was big brother, Stuart Little? looked a lot like him when he was little. <laughs> like, exactly like him. I can see that. That's yeah, he's in Stuart Little. Yep. Yeah. I could never decide if I liked that kid. I, I feel do. like I liked both of those movies and maybe other kids' movies he was in. Wait, which Stuart book? Little and the Vampire. Oh, one? you saw Little Vampire. Oh yeah. And I don't know if he was in other kid movies, but I think so. I remember liking him and also being like, I kinda hate this kid. Like I feel like if I knew him in real life, we would not be friends. I remember being a little bit jealous of him. Like, why can't I be on TV? That guy—he's chunky. He's on TV. Was he chunky? Yeah, I don't think so. In the best way. I don't remember him being. You know, I always kind of think that he is um, the live-action character of. Shoot, from Rocket Power. Sam Squid. Squid. Yeah. Yes. I could see that. Yeah. They should make a live-action Rocket Power. The only thing is, it wouldn't be as good because. The tricks that they do are pretty insane. Yeah, you can never be that cool in real life. Mm. Woogity, woogity, woogity. I mean, as long as you can woogity. Yeah. You remember that there was like all this like romantic tension between Raymundo and Officer Patty? Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> that's. I mean, that's why I watched it. It was for the romantic drama. Yeah, they were kind of like the shack and the policewoman... Oh, steel. <laughs> Officer Nina. Nina. There it is. We, we got there eventually. Dude, do you know that the voice of Raymundo is the voice of the Crypt Nina? Keeper? Oh, no, I didn't know that. From Tales from the Crypt? Yeah, I knew who you're talking about. It's insane. Hmm. Great voice talent. All right. Hmm. So, yeah, those are my four. That's Those are solid. I like that. <sighs> this is going to be tough. Jimmy, James. All right, well, the spirit of vengeance. I guess Uncle I'm gonna Baby start with. Beard. I'm gonna start with a few honorable mentions that I know I'm not recommending. Do you need me to stand? Yeah, I'll rise for the honorable mentions. I'm not getting up. Shanley's standing in spirit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think in spirit she's like laying down even more so than she's right now. <laughs> Very true. All right, so number one of my honorable mentions. Watership Down. Have you ever heard of it? Never. It sounds familiar, but I don't know what it is. It That's where I was with it. I heard it, and I was like, I thought this was like an adult movie. Yeah, that's what I thought. Are you picturing like a live action? Submarine movie. Something, yeah. So this is a movie. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Is this about bunnies? This is an animated film about bunnies, and there's like a lot of like murder and betrayal cool. and like being hunted. I might have seen this movie because when I was seeing like the trailers and clips from it, it looked very familiar, but it's terrifying. This lives in a weird category for like a subgenre of what we're talking about here that don't feel like Halloween movies, but are scary creepy. kids movies, you know? Yeah, I feel like the Labyrinth is kind of along those lines. I feel Dark yeah, Crystal. the Dark yeah, Crystal yeah. and Labyrinth, they don't yeah. feel necessarily Halloweenish. Gotcha. But like they're spooky and for kids. Kind of like a werewolf bar mitzvah. Spooky scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that never gets old. It doesn't. It really doesn't. Shanley. 
Has that always been old for you? Yeah, basically after like after the first day, it's like yeah, I'm I'm, I'm over this. Jimmy and me shouting that at each other from across the apartment. Or anytime I accidentally say something like spooky or scary, and you guys, <laughs> it triggers us. It triggers, and then I just can't continue talking because then you don't hear anything I say for the next ten minutes. Yeah. So Matt, that look sucks. at this. Oh wow! That's a bunny with uh, bloody teeth and blood dripping from its eyes. And that's not a were rabbit. Here's some sad bunnies. There's a scared All bunnies bunny. Look sad. Uh, here's a bloody bunny. Bloody. Not like you Brits say, but just like it's covered in. Here's blood. a bloody bunny. <laughs> um, here's a like a dog maybe, with a dead bunny in its mouth. I assume. Okay. So, it looks terrifying. Gotcha. I don't know what the point of this movie is, but it's scary. And Watership Down is supposed to be like a realistic kind of nature story. Gotcha. So I don't know what's going on here, but it looks terrifying. Okay. So that's honorable mention number one. All right. I did have Labyrinth and the Dark Crystal on my list. No way. Um, As honorable mentions or list list? I mean, I didn't really create a hard boundary on mine. It's kind of a gradient of... How much I wanted to actually suggest it. Gotcha. There's also things that are pretty obvious, like The Nightmare Before Christmas, um, Ghostbusters 2, because we just watched Ghostbusters. So when I was doing this research, Ghostbusters kept coming up. Yeah. That is not a kid's movie at all. It's not, but it also totally is. Because kids love the Ghostbusters and always have and always will. Yeah. It's funny, it's silly, it's like a pretty kid-friendly... I mean, yes, there's a lot of adult jokes in it. There's a lot of sex jokes. As a kid, I totally didn't get Vankman doing, like, the psychic test Uh and telling the guy he was wrong and the girl that she was getting all right because he wanted to hook up with her. Like, that obviously went way over my head. Or Ray getting a, a ghost BJ. Do you not remember that even now? You just watched this movie this week. Do you remember that, Shanley? Nope. Yeah, I don't remember that. Just YouTube it real quick. No, when did that happen? Describe it to me. It's during the montage of like them starting to get famous. Ray is sleeping in the firehouse, and a ghost woman haunts him. And then she goes down on him, and he makes like a O face. <laughs> That's hilarious. Good for him. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, I think of those as kid movies. So Ghostbusters, and you said Ghostbusters Two was the more kid more friendly cartoon-y. version. Yeah, but yeah, I, I'd say those work. And then more in the line of Watership Down, The Secret of Nim. Is that about mice? Yes, but it's more like anthropomorphic or whatever. Is that the right word? Yeah. Where it's like they have like a secret society and they're like doing stuff. I don't know if they were like experimented on. Or if there's like, like hunk. a chemical runoff from a factory. I remember it was a really elaborate plot, but like, yeah, like the ooze. But those are all there. So the only real one from that would be Ghostbusters 2. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Casper, I really wanted. Oh, yeah. But I couldn't find that streaming anywhere. I think it's worth renting it, but I really like that. Dang, dude. Um, Casper would be really good. But the three that I narrowed it down to to actually be my recommendations are Frankenweenie. Yeah, I remember you like that. Tim Burton's Frankenweenie. 
Did you like that feature film or did you just like the short? I've only seen the feature film. Gotcha. Uh, okay. And they're both on Disney Plus. Cool. And I'd be excited to watch either one of them. Probably both, I think, would be the best way. If we were to pick that, which we probably won't, I would say we should watch both of them. Gotcha. But that's my first rec. My second is Ernest Scared Stupid. Right. Um, I loved that movie as a kid and also was terrified by it. Yeah. I feel like I rented that a lot at my grandma's house for some reason. That's a that's a grandparent's house yeah, like totally. franchise. <laughs> it really is. I've never heard of this. You never heard You've of You've never Ernest? watched any Ernest movies? No. They're Ernest weirdly like camp, white or... trashy. Yeah. But I... <laughs> I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's kind of like the blue collar TV of the 90s. Hmm. Did Ernest voice animated characters because I feel like I think, I can, isn't he Slinky Dog? He sounds like Slinky Dog, so probably. He's uh, Slink, I think, is Ernest. Interesting. So that's his whole, like, vibe. But just, like, him as, like, a stupid guy who, like... Yeah, he's like a goofball trailer park man. Yeah. But with a nice heart. Uh-huh. Ernest saves Christmas. Are you? What do you mean, but with a nice heart? Are you implying that our listeners in the trailer parks are not kind people with nice hearts? No, what I'm saying is... He's not just a goof. He also mm. has a kind heart. Sure. Good, don't good try save. To, don't try to besmirch me. Hey, man, you're the one who said it. Can I sit down now? Oh, yeah, we're past honorable mentions. I said we were, these are my recommendations. I, w- I uh, missed when they started. I think it was the last three, right? It's so, a gray area, but so it started with both Frank and Weenies as one recommendation. Okay. Then Ernest Scared Stupid is my second one. And my final actual recommendation is the adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. Yeah. Disney plus. Have you ever seen that? Yep. When I was a little kid, I think is I watched it, it at like a daycare or something. <laughs> it's very scary. Yeah. Have you ever seen that Shanley? I have not. I don't think I've watched it since like before second grade. It's like cool. very early in my childhood. And I was like, spoiler alert. It's like, that dude doesn't have a head. This isn't cool. Like, why, I shouldn't be watching this. It seems very cool. I, I love Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Yeah, we were just watching... Um, a ride through? Well, no, but... Well, I'll actually touch on what you just said first. Mr. Toad is great. I feel like it's kind of a underappreciated Disney ride. People yeah. don't talk about it very much. Yeah. Fantasyland is pretty much like overlooked it's like somewhere you, like you have to go if you have kids right but a lot of people kind of don't care and then they go on the peter pan ride and then ignore the rest of it mr toads is probably the second most popular or that in Peace like the Dumbo. Uh, teacups okay yeah there's a lot but it's i it might be i feel like there's often a longer line for mr toad than the teacups not in length but in like time yeah i can see that but Mr. Toad's Wild Ride is pretty popular, but it's also a terrifying ride. That's what it's I love about it. It's very scary, like yeah. You go to hell, yeah. like you die. Let's you go to prison first, like, right? Yeah. yeah, you get convicted of murder, I think. Or That's crazy. You're like drunk driving. <laughs> it's, it's a very weird, dark ride, and I love it. My kids had uh, gotten just last year the Adventures of Mr. Toad book, and like... Um, my introduction to those those fables 
is Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Mm-hmm. And then like learning the stories, like the classic stories, and then learning about that Mr. Toad is a horrible driver and like all of these things, like I guess they're they exist in those original fables. And now the ride makes a little bit more sense to mm-hmm. me now because I've still never seen the movie. My grandparents are like pretty successful. They worked themselves up from like lower like working class families and mm-hmm. made a pretty successful business early on in their life. Right. And I don't know if it was just fashionable at the time when they started becoming successful, but they were really into like British culture as mm, like, like Wallace thing. and Gromit. No, no, <laughs> no old school British culture. So they had like a book that was in the room that I slept in when I stayed there. And it was like a thick, like hard cover book. But it was like, is it maybe The Wind in the Willows? Is that what Mr. Toad's from? Yeah. So it was like that and then other Mr. Toad stories. I never actually read it, but I skimmed through it and looked at the pictures a lot. It's cool. Yeah, I was very intrigued by it. But I And because I went to Disneyland as a kid, I was like, oh, dude, Mr. Toad, cool. Mm. But never enough to be like, I'm actually going to read any of this crap. We were just watching a Disney Plus documentary kind of thing. Okay. And it's like kind of a history on imagineering for some of the rides at Disneyland and other Disney cool. parks. Yeah. One of them was about the Haunted Mansion. And in that, they were talking a lot about Walt Disney's fascination with like ghoulish fear things. and like having mm. people like people enjoy being scared and that that wasn't something that was very accessible for kids, but he wanted it to be. Right. Like kids like to get scared too. And. Right. Uh, they were cutting clips of like this movie into that and then talking about that kind of being the motivation behind like wanting the haunted mansion to be fun and silly, but also actually scary. Yeah. And so all that was intriguing to me. So I was like, yeah, that has to be one of my wrecks. Oh man. I'm surprised that this uh, category is getting so much traction. I kind of want to do a junior, <laughs> junior jackathon, if you will. Will you? No, you're not. Why don't you present your options and then we'll decide if we're willing to watch more than one movie. Yeah, sure. I enjoy doing this as well. I just came up with the five, but I, I didn't come up with an official honorable mentions list, but I do have some. So Jimmy, please rise. Shanley doesn't have to do anything that she doesn't want to do. I'm rising in spirit. I stood up. Yeah, but you're mostly standing already. And also... You got Chinese food without me for dinner, even though we said we were going to get Chinese food for oh, dinner together. This. So I feel like... I, it's not for me. You're rising for the honorable mentions. Well, um... You son of a billy block. Party pooper, this guy. Am I right, Shanley? Yeah. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> no, I'll stand. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Please rise for the honorable mentions. There we go. Yes. You put down your laptop. That's right. I just wanted to stretch per- out. Oh, you suck. My knee hurts. All right. So honorable mentions. I got the Great Mouse Detective. Woo! Shanley, you've seen the Great Mouse Detective. I love this movie. Do you? Up. Yes. It's it's spooky, right? It is. Oh man. That's not actually considering this. Yeah. It's okay. I've already seen it, so. But I I do want to watch it though. Seems very cool and spooky. Uh, Mr. Toad's, or excuse me, um, Ichabod Crane, whatever the Mr. Toad movie is. Uh, That was definitely on my honorable mentions. Also, 
The Haunted Mansion, the movie starring Eddie Murphy and Jennifer Tilly. That movie is not for kids. It's for no one. <laughs> it's for Eddie Murphy's checkbook. Have I mean, you ever watched it? Yeah. It's probably with you. Yeah, probably. It's wretched. It's yeah. really bad. You, you Please be seated. I'm sure I'll think of others along the way. And legitimately, I don't know why those didn't make my list. They just didn't. Like I said, this category actually was a lot of fun prepping. So what I've got for you are not the best of the things that I thought of. They, it's just my list. And I did the Shanley model. I did five. And what I will say is I have a choice on here. But there's a chance that you guys can veto it on a technicality. And so done. And so we'll go through it and we'll we'll see what happens there. Cause I don't want I don't want to cheat. Like if you guys don't feel like this fits into the genre, then you know, like anyway. The first on my list, Hocus Pocus, nineteen ninety three. Solid. Uh, some famous names attached to it. We got Bette Midler. We have Sarah Jessica Parker. Bette Midler. What I noticed about all of my recommendations, they all come, they all start with like curious teenager or a group of teenagers. That's like all teenagers. Uh, This is the plot synopsis from IMDb. A curious youngster moves to Salem where he struggles to fit in before awakening a trio of diabolical witches that were executed in the 17th century. The tagline is it's just a bunch of hocus pocus i've i've also got for you guys trivia pieces during a 20th anniversary screening of the film doug jones who's billy he revealed that the moths that fly out of his mouth were real he put moths in his mouth how do we feel about that shanley respect that's dedication that doesn't bother you i mean it does but would it i i I don't think about it too much. It's like, oh, good for you for actually doing that. Mm. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, oh, I have a really gross taste in my mouth. Okay. Well, we don't have to talk about it anymore. <laughs> Do you like Hocus Pocus, Jimmy? I think it's overrated. Really? Yeah. We rewatched it maybe last Halloween. Shanley used to work for a company that had like a big release where they partnered with Disney to do a Hocus Pocus like release. Nice. So we were like excited to watch it and... I always kind of thought it was, like, okay. Obviously, I was into Sarah Jessica Jessica Parker when she gets all hot and she's serenading the children. Yeah, you would have gone. Um, Yeah, oh, yeah. I would have been, like, already there. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like the movie is kind of overrated. Interesting. Um, Also, I feel like I associate that. There's kind of a stigma, I think, with people that are, like, too into... Like the Nightmare Before Christmas and Hocus Pocus, hot topic people, and like yeah, they think they're like really like unique because of it. Like it's like a foundation of their personality. Yeah, and I feel like things like that take something that I'm like I actually kind of like. Like I really like the Nightmare Before Christmas, and the fandom kind of makes me want to. You don't like people who wear like Sally leggings. Yeah, like I want to be like remove myself from that group of people okay that like that thing so hocus pocus gathers the same kind of people it sure does Stanley, are you on board with these yeah i think i agree we're a very irritated people aren't we we sure are we're very judgmental (laughs) sure are and we have the right to be because we're the best (laughs) we're killing it we're so cool charming and successful and funny 
Not to mention good looking. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it goes without saying. Yeah. What do you think, Shanley? So, I like Hocus Pocus a lot. I'm going to be honest, I didn't watch it a lot growing up. Gotcha. I feel like I only really watched it as an adult. And I okay. still feel like it's a fun movie. Right. I can see where Jimmy thinks it's a little overhyped, you know? Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. I think it still stands up today. Okay. But I also don't necessarily have that, like... Nostalgia su- tied yeah, to it? It's, it's not super nostalgia for me. Well, for, for me, even though I grew up with it, I think I've enjoyed it more as an adult than I did as a kid. Because as a kid, it was just another movie that like I was afraid of. But uh, as I got older, I started understanding what it is. That it's comedic and and fun party movie. But anyway. Okay, moving on. My second re- recommendation is Under Wraps, 1997. Ooh. Shanley, <laughs> this is striking a nerve with you. I'm just surprised that you're really going deep with the DCOM. It was the DCOM, right? This... Tri- my trivia for this one is this is the first Disney Channel original movie. Oh, okay. it's the very first one. Wow. Did you watch this one? I did. I feel like this is one of the ones that like. The name sticks out to me more like, oh, yeah, I know that one. But like, I'm just like looking up stills from the movie right now. And it's like, oh, shoot. I don't think I actually know this one as well huh. as I thought I did. Okay. Jimmy, do you know this movie, Under Wraps? All right, I got, a pl- I got a plot synopsis. Uh, some names attached to it are the big guy from Coach and George from the movie Jack. Plot synopsis from IMDb for this one is three curious teenagers and one very confused mummy collaborate through some risky adventures with a race against time to reunite the mummy with his lover from 4,500 years ago. Hmm. And uh, it's one of those movies that, like... Oh, was that your phone? What was what my phone? That what we heard. Please leave a message. That was your phone. No, it was your phone. You trying to call my phone, but I found a way to turn off all my notifications <laughs> so you can go to hell. Well, that's harsh. I Yeah, I didn't know if I was going to go through with it, but I was like, hey, Halloween episode. <laughs> okay. I also turned off the notifications on my computer. I was actually calling my grandfather to wish him a happy anniversary. So Was you? Thank you for rubbing that in my face. Was you? Mm-hmm. Calling BS. Mm. Nope. Even so, you were using your phone during the podcast. Oh, I'm How sorry. dare you? It seemed important. Hmm. Feels so important. You're talking about reuniting idea. loves hmm. in this movie. My grandpa is kind of the mummy of my family. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Does your grandpa still have the Maltese Falcon? Mm-hmm. Let's make sure that I get that someday. No, you've got enough of my family heirlooms. <laughs> I totally have. Got a BB gun from your stepdad. Spider-Man cookies from your dad. I didn't even know about the BB gun. That's bullshit. <laughs> that was a pump action Daisy. Wow. BB gun. Seriously? Yeah. What the hell? Sorry. Moving on. Uh, yeah. Under wraps. The very first Disney Channel original movie. That's pretty cool. Uh, next nomination scary stories to tell in the dark 2019 names attached to this movie directed by guillermo del toro have you guys ever seen this no tagline this is a good tagline you ready 
based on iconic book series. I guess that's how they marketed it. Uh, the plot synopsis is on Halloween, 1968, Stella and her two friends meet a mysterious drifter, Ramon. Give that a shot, Jimmy. Ramon. There you go. Like a true Mexicano and uncover a sinister notebook of stories. I can already hear your son going. (laughs) (laughs) He he loves that. (laughs) He's so, he's so Mexicano. He is. My daughter can roll her R's when she's saying Japanese words, but not when she's saying Spanish words. That's hilarious. She can say furakake, but she can't say burrito. <laughs> <laughs> it, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's the same thing. That's hilarious. And my son just goes, almost. <laughs> when she says it. And then he just starts going. <laughs> like this. Yeah. Very good. Ramon. Mm-hmm. Shanley, you want to give it a go? Raymond. There it is. Did, did you watch Romy and Michelle's High School Dude, reunion? Dude, are those Shanley? the same? I word? did. You remember? Is that an earthquake? No, it's Ramon. Do you remember that when Mira mm. Sorvino's pretending to be banging a guy named Ramon? I don't. Okay. Well, we'll have to YouTube that sometime soon. Okay. Next recommendation: Monster House, two thousand and six. Some names attached to this are Steve Buscemi and Maggie Gyllenhaal. This one uh, is a motion capture CGI animated movie, kind of along the lines of The Polar Express and uh, Beowulf. It's one of those. Three teens discover that their neighbor's house is really a living, breathing, scary monster. Tagline, there goes the neighborhood. Apparently... As of 2018, this is the only mocap film to feature an entirely original story and not to be based on existing source material. Fascinating. Hmm. Have you guys ever seen this movie? No, but we're familiar with the movie. Just we haven't seen it. Have you ever wanted to see it? Not at all. Yeah, I get that. It doesn't look good. I feel like in the spirit of... This week's spin, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But, um, I, it, yeah. I've it reminds me of the, the... way to watch it before. It reminds me of when the kids in It go into the The house, house. on Neibolt Street, yeah. that's. I feel like they just took that and were like, let's make a movie. Yeah, I can see that. I have stuff to say about this movie, but I'll hold till later. Well, wait, till later? That implies yeah. that we're going to watch it. Hmm? Yes. Next nomination... Goosebumps, 2015. Some names attached to this. Jack Black, Amy Ryan, who is uh, Holly from The Office, and Jillian Bell. She's in Silicon Valley. She's the blonde girl. I think she's a receptionist. The only episode I don't feel like there's a receptionist in Silicon Valley. Oh, is there not? The only episode I've ever watched with you is the one where they're they're all hung over the next morning, and they drunk-dialed their boss in the middle of the night. And they're trying to stay drunk so that way they could focus enough. I think you're thinking of workaholics. Workaholics. There it is. She works there. They call in and they ask. Oh, that girl. Yeah. And she's just their coworker. But yeah. Pretty sexist of you to assume that she had like a subservient role. She answers the phone and they They work at a telemarketing business. I don't know that. I've never seen this. (laughs) <laughs> I, I've only seen one episode. I watched it with you when we were in high school. That's Can you the only believe this? First off, I don't think that movie or that show came out when we were in high school. So you're just a little liar. We watched it at your mom's house. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> anyway, a teenager teams up with the daughter of a young adult horror 
author R.L. Stein after the writer's imaginary demons are set free on the town of Madison, Delaware. Tagline, the stories are alive. Piece of trivia for this one. In this movie, Jack Black plays R.L. Stein. Did you guys know that? Yep. You did? Mm-hmm. I didn't know he was a character in the movie. Have you seen this movie? No. Okay, well, also, the second half of that trivia is R.L. Stein plays a character named Mr. Black in it. See, oh, they did like a... our principal. Yeah, he plays our principal. That's awesome. Yeah. Hmm. You said you haven't seen that, Jimmy? No. Did you read the Goosebumps books? I read up? several of them. Really? Can mm-hmm. you throw off some titles for me? No. Really? Yeah, I blocked that out of my mind. So Say Cheese and Die? There was uh, Goosebumps, and I watched the show a lot. Heck yeah. I had a Goosebumps skateboard. That, that is my the first most 90s thing I've ever heard in it my It was like my first life. skateboard. I think it was made out of plastic. Cool. Like the board like a, itself was. Was that called like a penny board or whatever? I mean, yes, but it was the shape of like a skateboard. Okay. It was just made out of plastic and then the grip tape said goosebumps. With like oozy dripping slime letters. Huh? Yeah, the goosebumps font. Yeah. I read the goosebumps books a lot and then there was like a more like young adult spinoff of it. I oh, forget what there? that was called, but it was also by R.L. Stein. I didn't know that. And it was like the like a creepier, more adult version of it. Oh, that's cool. And they also I don't, choose your own adventure ones. I was just gonna say, I I think I fell off when he started doing the like choose your own adventure versions okay. of both. We uh had a few of the books in Spanish. It's called Escalofrios. <laughs> and it said Escalofrios on it in in the same font. So spooky embossed drippy goopy letters i um, can still feel yeah, what that yeah. the the title felt like oh, the, the 90s were a great time for trying to get kids to judge a book by its cover yes animorphs oh yeah thing. totally mm-hmm. uh-huh. <laughs> the adult or i don't know if this is correct but the way i remembered it as a kid the more adult version of goosebumps was called fear street Oh, that sounds scary. And there's like a whole bunch of Fear Street books that came out. And those that's like, pretty cool. Like those are more adult and scary. Growing up as as a Christian and kind of a semi sheltered childhood, I watched this documentary about uh, like gothic imagery in in like in raising your kids. And this thing was like. My son was reading a lot of the Goosebumps books, but we prayed and we sat him down and and then they cut to him and he's like, I, I don't read as many of the Goosebump books anymore. I was like, dude, victory for the kingdom. <laughs> yes. No more escalofrios for you. Did you read the Goosebumps books, Shanley? I feel like I read one or two. I I can't pick out any like titles or like I can't remember any of them, but I definitely remember seeing the books like at book fairs, which were the best things ever growing up. Yeah. And I like I remember I can feel what that the embossed. The, yeah, I can feel it. The the goosebumps yes. is what they are. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there is an abominable snowman in Pasadena. That was one. Bad Hair Day was one of the choose your own adventure ones. I can picture the covers more than I can remember the titles. Mm-hmm. There's the one with like the hand coming out of the basement. I think it's called like Don't Look in the Basement. I'm looking. I just Googled Goosebumps books right now. And I'm literally looking at it. It says stay out of the basement. Stay out of the basement. And then there was the one that there's like the camp. 
and it's like a haunted camp. Welcome to Camp Nightmare. Is that what it is? That's one. That was a really good one. Do you remember what that one's about? Spoilers. He goes to this haunted camp, and it turns out what it is is the camp is preparing him for the horrors of moving to planet Earth, and they're on like a alien planet. One that... day at Horrorland. What was the dummy one? Uh, that one's called Night of the Living Dummy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. What about the the mask one? Uh, I definitely read A Night in Terror Tower. Yeah, I remember that one. Did you guys watch the, like, I don't know if it was on, like, a show, but I had VHS tapes that had, like, one or two Goosebumps, yeah. like, stories on it. And there was one where it was, like, a medieval, like, thing. I don't remember that one, but yeah, we we definitely had some VHSs of that, and it, and it was it was on TV. I, I think it was on like Fox Family. Well, I know there was like a Goosebumps TV show, uh huh. But I also feel like I don't. I thought that maybe people just like made like anthology VHSs that had like several Goosebumps things. I didn't know if it was connected. Oh, interesting. I don't know. Are you oh, guys, would you guys... It's the A Night in Terror Tower, I think. Oh, cool. Oh, my God, dude. I totally had this, like, book cover. It's like yeah, a, it's like a the hunchback. But, like, also like a... Like a... Executor. Yeah. <laughs> What's the one about the piano lessons? Do you remember that? It was on the list, but I don't remember what it was called. Mm. It's going to drive me crazy. Can someone look that up for me before I go mad? Piano lessons can't be murder. There it is. That one actually scared the crap out of me. Oh really? My God. Yeah. The episode of the TV show, The Ghost's Pianist. Um, well, the Ghost what? <laughs> the, the Ghost Pianist scared the Look crap out of me. Look at how 90s this VHS box looks. Nice. I like how I it, love it. How the picture is a scoo. Yep. The colors, dude, it's mm-hmm. so sick. I love that. Imagine that on a skateboard, <laughs> dude. That would be dope. <laughs> and then, yes. Oh, I can smell those clamshell, dude. VHS. That like plastic. <laughs> it's so nice. Oh. I love it. I remember, uh, like l- holding the case while watching the feature, and then like trying to call out when the scenes that are in the back have come up on screen, like. I'm burning my way through this movie. I've seen this scene and this scene and this scene. So for me, I never saw the Goosebumps movies. I thought it was cool that they were being made. But for some reason, the the, the movies didn't seem like they were nostalgic enough. Was that a similar thing with you, Shanley? Yeah. Yeah. Did you you never watched any of them? I think there's two of them. I think I watched some of the shows, but not none of the movies. So yeah, the movies were pretty recent. I think it was kind of like an attempt to kind of bring back the franchise. Or introduce it to this generation of humans. Yeah, I never. No. I was like, I, I appreciate that they're being made. Yeah. Oh, cool! I remember those. Never cared to get past that. Yeah, I I think for me also the casting of Jack Black just made me think like, oh, this is like, this is not like the TV show that was actually kind of scary. This is gonna be kooky and ooky. Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't you ever watch them, Jim? Watch what? The Goosebumps movies. What are you talking about? Why didn't you watch the movies when they came out? The Jack Black ones. There's more than one? There's there's two. No way. Yeah. 
Um, because they look shitty. Yeah, they do. Is I think the main reason. Don't they, they kind of look like Night at the Museum, kind of like that genre of movie? Do you know what I mean? I love Night. Yeah. Uh, Night at the Museum. I like the I second one, but, but but it's I more of like a comedy than it is a scary movie. Yeah, and even though I like the second Night at the Museum a lot. I don't like that genre of movie. And I think that there's like a lot of those kid movies that came out and Goosebumps kind of fell in that one. That being said, Escalofrios were a part of my upbringing. So I had to make the list. You know how sometimes you remember something when you're a kid and you're totally wrong? I've never been wrong about anything, but I, I could imagine it. Yeah, you, you're often wrong. Um, <laughs> so I think this is the skateboard ad. So you might be right. It wasn't. Oh, like a regular wow. skateboard. Because that grip tape looks super familiar. Like, I feel like that that's really the one. Cool. I feel like we should put that on our Instagram. I don't. I mean, if we pick this godforsaken movie, but I hope that doesn't happen. Well, what I'm going to tell you guys as a hint for the movie that I'm choosing from my list is it is the highest rated on the Tomatometer and the audience score together is the highest score off the list that I brought up. So any guesses as to what that is? I would guess Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Interesting. Jim? What? The one that I'm choosing from my list tentatively is the highest rated tomatometer I don't and remember audience what was score. On your list. Hocus Pocus, Under Wraps, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, Monster House, Goosebumps. Oh, God. The, the one, the unremarkable one. Monster House. No, the f- the other one. I don't know what that means. Scary the one that's stories. forgettable. Yes, that one. Scary stories to tell in the dark. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious. You said one of them was like questionable. Yes. yes. And that's why I don't even know if I should drum roll. Okay, I'm not going to drum roll. I want us to watch Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. This seems like a great week for you to pick one of our movies. It's directed by Guillermo del Toro. And the sort of the shtick for the movie is that like this is a kid's introduction to legit horror. And that that this movie is not like spooky, ooky, but it's that it's actually scary. It's like sticky, icky. (laughs) It's not sticky, icky either. But that that this movie is actually genuinely scary. And I don't know if that's true because like, it was kind of mixed on the reviews. Some people are like, oh, this is a kid's movie, which, of course, it's a kid's movie. It's based on... Did you guys ever read those books growing up? No. Really? I didn't even know there were books. Google image scary stories to tell in the dark book, and you'll get nostalgia from seeing the covers, even if you never read them. I mean, they give me the creeps, but I don't... Uh... You didn't see those growing up? No. Really? Jimmy? What? Did you Google image? Oh, no, I'm still looking at the skateboard. <laughs> Google, Google image scary stories to tell in the dark book. And they came out with like three or four of these, and these were like major scholastic book fair hits. At least. Nope. Really? Never seen that in my life. Really? Fascinating. Well, in any case, these books were genuinely scary. They were, they were, they were they ghost were stories. And so they were scarier than R.L. Stein's Goosebumps books. And so what I've heard is a lot of people brought their their kids to Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, and then they had to leave because the movie was too scary. In fact, one of my good friends, he brought 
he brought his two boys. I think they were like 11 and 12, which is, you know, <laughs> with the way that we grew up, we probably wouldn't have been scared. But they, they asked to leave the theater because it was too intense for them. Who? A uh, good friend of mine. Do we know him? Yeah, you do. Anyway. What was that? Was Jimmy's what? laptop. What was that? There's a haunted photographer. Dude, you're making all the noise this week. I didn't say we can't make noise. I said turn your phone off. But most of the time the noise is coming from my computer, not my phone. But is it a phone call? Never. No one's ever called you from their phone? Once or twice. It's usually usually updates from the uh, list. No, it's usually... That's neither here nor there. You're making electronics noises this week. We didn't have a rule against that. I didn't say it was a rule. I'm just saying... I'm going to make electronic noises all over this goddamn apartment. I'm just saying, this week I'm not the problem. Okay, you're definitely the problem. Let me carry on with this. This is the reason why I'm going to say that you guys might want to disqualify this. I'm down. Wait. (laughs) Because this movie is made for kids. It's based on a kid's book, but... Looks like Guillermo del Toro took it a little too far. So this movie's actually rated PG-13 because of the intensity of it. But it looks pretty damn good. So this is what I would like to do. I'd like to show you guys the trailer of it and see, like, the only reason I'll let you veto it is if you disqualify it and say, this is not made for kids. This is my choice. So don't just downvote it just because you don't like it. No, I'm already with you. (laughs) So let, let me show you the trailer. Okay, we're back. We just saw the trailer. Do you see what I mean? Shirley was going to say something. I agree. That looks scary, and I'm excited for it. I don't know if that reads for kids. Yeah, that is not a kid's movie. It's for kids. It's not for kids. You're wrong. That is insanely not for kids. And it's rated PG-13. Yeah. Not just PG. PG PG-13. PG-13 is basically R. Would you let your kids watch it? Um, my kids don't have... Yes or no? <laughs> no. Okay. I wouldn't let them... But, you know, maybe when they were a little bit older, maybe maybe when they were, like, depending on what their tolerance level is when they're in their preteens. Let's see. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Look, so my, my vote is no. You don't think it qualifies? Yeah. Is this a Nickelodeon production? The trailers really mislead. This one appeared to be a dark, ominous horror film. Instead, it's a very mild mystery with some great visuals. No scares at all in this one. Somewhat interesting, but overall, I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. Adult Goosebumps with a PG-13 rating. A very weak horror film for younger audiences. Scary stories to tell in the dark is Goosebumps for teenagers. Is this for the books or is this for the movie? This is for the movie. The reality is, it is meant for younger audiences. I think it was it was Del Toro, and I guess there's another director attached to this. I think they took it a little too far, but that's what kind of intrigues me. But also everyone's saying that it's not scary. I think it's right on the edge. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. So Jimmy... So my vote's no. Jimmy has a no. Shanley, you don't think it's for kids either? Hmm. Based on the trailer, I don't think that's for kids. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'll be honest and say that on my list, that was really the only one I wanted to watch tonight. So maybe I will take one from your guys's. I don't actually want you to pick it, but 
I do kind of want you to reconsider bringing back um, the Great Mouse Detective from your dishonorable mentions because mm. the villain in that, Radigan, is voiced by Vincent Price. Interesting. Is is the Great Mouse Detective, is that like a halloween movie? No, no, not really. No. Hmm. Okay. Jimmy, your three recommendations were what again? I mean... I feel reluctant to even say that they're my three because I had a hard time picking that. Casper sounds pretty damn good. Casper, I couldn't find streaming anywhere. Same thing with Ernest Scared Stupid. Kind of down to pay um, to watch Casper for the Little Richard song alone. The Adventure of Ichabod and Mr. Toad oh, on Disney right. Plus was one. The Frankenweenies. Ghostbuster 2. Those are, I mean, I mean, I do like Ernest Scared Stupid or Casper, but like I said, those aren't available. Remember, I had uh, Labyrinth and the Dark Crystal, Wallace and Gromit, the Curse of the Were Rabbit. Oh yeah, I can't believe you're not leaning towards that one. I'm in a conundrum. I kind of thinking, Mister Toad. But if everyone's saying Wallace and Gromit is so good... Everyone's saying it. I guess so. That's all they would talk about. 95%, that's pretty good. But that was a British 95%. 25 nominations. But those are 45 British wins. Yeah, what's the conversion rate? Yeah, it's metric. You gotta go there. What's this? Yeah, the standard. Hmm. Shanley, you want to do Were Rabbit? I mean, I would be very happy for Where Rabbit. But Why? Where is it streaming? Where, Where Rabbit? Um, we could rent it on Prime. We could rent, rent it, it for money. Yeah. Three ninety nine. If you were gonna pick from your list, I would say Goosebumps is probably the one I'm most leaning towards, and it's gonna suck. Hell no! I don't want to watch that. Okay, good. When when I spun this last week, the only thing I could think of was scary stories to tell in the dark. And that's why my list wasn't very good. Because I want to watch that. I want to figure... I want to know exactly how terrified children were when they went into the theater and watched it. I don't think children went into the theater. Disqualified. See, here's the thing is... I think... And this is fine. But I think this is like shaded by your experience. Because I've never heard of this. I never saw it at book fairs. I was an avid reader as a child. Mm -hmm. I was always getting new books. And I... Like, I read Goosebumps and Fear Street, and I'd never heard of this. So I don't feel like it resonates. It's like, oh, yeah, that's definitely a thing I remember from my childhood. The trailer looked pretty scary, but the reviews say that it's less scary than that. Yeah. That the trailer was scarier, and also that it's rated for older. I'm like, eh. I just feel like it's going to be a letdown. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't watch it. I don't want to watch if it's if it disqualifies the spirit of the category. Spirit of category. All as we. <laughs> All right. Following the group's determination that scary stories to tell in the dark is not a kids' movie, I have decided to choose. What the. That's what the outcomes of your choice, Matt. 
This is weird. These are things that people download and listen to while they sleep. People farting and there was definitely like moaning in there. I think if I die, Shamley will need to listen to that. To the snoring not. and farting. Yeah, snoring and farting sounds to calm you. No. Anyway, uh, the adventures of Mr. Toad and Ichabod. Ichabod Crane. and Mr. Toad. That's what we're gonna watch tonight. Nineteen forty-nine. No, I haven't. What's the runtime on this, Jimmy? It's a breezy hour and two minutes. Oh, sweet. I don't know if that's correct. I, just I mean, it probably is if it's from 1920. When did you say it was from? Oh, it's got segments. Oh, it's episodic, eh? That's cool. The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad from 1949. One hour and eight minutes. Pretty close. Uh, it's got Bing Crosby and Basil Rathbone. Sweet. Okay. Cool. Well, I, I'm looking forward to this. I'm going to have to watch uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark on my own sometime. I mean, I'll we, can, watch it with we you. can watch movies together that aren't for the audience. Can we? We've done it. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, Jimmy, can you sign us out here? I'm not going to get the title right. And let us know where it's streaming. All right, y'all. Get up on y'all's Disney Plus. Uh-huh. And find The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad streaming on Disney Plus. So go find it and watch it with us and then and listen to the next episode. We uh, talk about it. From what I understand, this movie is riveting. Huh? <sighs> you really croaked on that one. <laughs> we'll have a happy Halloween. Shame. Oh. I'm excited <laughs> for this one. Actually, I just looked it up. Tomatometer, ninety four percent. What the hell did you just say? Tomatometer. What the hell is a tomatometer? She's got an accent. She's from Germany. Tomatometer. Oh, yes. <laughs> learn 94? English. That's 94. That's pretty good. Okay, cool. So it's you know not Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Rare Rabbit. You pay three ninety nine for that extra percent. But yeah. <laughs> okay. Look, cool. If you want to be in America, speak American. Okay. Tomatometer. <laughs> Sick of this. All right, cool. Well, great. Let's get on the Disney Plus. All right. See you, everybody. Ooh. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Weekly Watch Wheel. If you had as good of a time as we did, be sure to subscribe, tell a friend about us, and maybe even leave us a review. Hit us up on Twitter at WKLY Watch Wheel or via email at weeklywatchwheel at gmail.com. Love ya. It's the Weekly Watch Wheel.